views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. And all you all out there that are getting our emails to host a show with us on the new network, OMG, we have gotten so many responses. You, I know you heard us talk about it. We're going to get right at you. We're excited about this because we're on a mission. And that is exactly what's going on here with, you know, my fabulous guest here joining me here today, uh, Tabitha Holbert. Now, hold on. Before before she comes on, I got to say hi to Benny. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. I'm really excited about today's show. I am, but too. But then I say that, right? I mean, listen, you've – Benny, by the way, for those of you that are new, uh, Benny and I have been together 14 years, okay? And we've been doing this um, – through a network that many of you are familiar with, KKNW, doing this, I wish I could say no, I was not the first to like, you know, come out of the gate with the conversation. Rob and Brenda, I think, pretty much were. They were, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I'll tell you, the vibe caught on. And, you know, when you have a vibe of Thrive, when you are in service of other people, something happens. And that's really the honor that it is for me to talk with all of you. Now, many of you just heard my friend and colleague, the host of The Truth is Funny, just do an entire show on clearing and energy. Now get ready. Get ready for what we've been saying all year long, that this was the year of expansive but not just not not just expansiveness, accelerated expansiveness. Why? Because this is a healing that is about to get on right here. Tabitha created an, an incredible way that brings consciousness into the 22nd century. I'm not even going to talk about the 21st century because honestly, it's just not the place to be right now. Things are moving so fast. You better prepare yourself for what's about to come. But how about those of us that understand P? PTSD and anxiety at such a deep level, such a deep level that we can't even talk about it because we don't have the words to explain what it does for us in our lives. But when you think about the level of abuse that some of us have experienced, it's all different. Me, mine was abuse as a six-year-old in a boarding school that I'm not even going to talk about, but I have talked about it. How about physical abuse? How about things that you can't possibly put your finger on? But what is it about abuse that doesn't even have to look like this anymore? Let's just talk about now where we are today. 
Bullying is not a myth. I'm just telling you, it is reality. But what can we do and what could we learn? But if you're Tabitha, you're not going to be sitting around thinking, yeah, I know, I'm a successful actress. I'm the founder of Boho Yoga, uh, Yogo. And I, I, yes, I have a reoccurring role in Law and Order SVU, which, by the way, if you want to know about PTSD, but yeah, I'm in film, I'm in television, and let me just hang out here and be so absolutely successful. No, that is not her. That's not her life. At 16, at 16, she had an experience you're going you're gonna to hear about. She nearly dropped out of school. At 17, I was out 48 days. And by the end of that, I was homeless. But what is it about us that we will not go quietly into the night? You know what I'm saying here? We're not going to do it. We're not going to just be a positive talk radio show. We're going to be a positive talk radio network with 10 channels. But today, I am so thrilled to introduce you to Tabitha on a mission. This is a mission. And when you're on a mission, you best get out of the way. You better get out of the way. Tabitha, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Hi, Pat. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about the mission first. Oh, Let's well, talk about the mission. Um, the mission is to bring uh, recuperative therapy and yoga to those who need it the most. Mm. Um yoga, meditation, all of these things that are incredibly helpful at times can be expensive. And for people who struggle with PTSD, you know, at some, most times they're not as economically fortunate. Uh, our veterans that are coming back, uh, women that are in shelters who've, you know, suffered incredible abuse, they might not have the means. So I, I was like, how, how can we help these people? Mm. So I started on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I mean, I, my, my listeners here have uh, heard me talk. Listen, I'm not a radio person. That's not how I got started here. I dialed the wrong phone number at a really tough time in my life and I didn't hang up. Wow. That, that's why you and I are actually talking here. But there's something we learn about the power of yes when mm -hmm. we've been subjected to any level of abuse any mm -hmm. level of PTSD. There's something about us that when we can pick ourselves up, we're pretty unstoppable, aren't we? I know you are. Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, there was a definitely a time in my life where uh, the trauma of my childhood or the, the PTSD was getting the best of me. And then I realized my sister, she's amazing. She was like, Tabitha, you're unstoppable. And like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really like the people around you that will say like, wait, you're amazing. You went through this, this, and this. So I think people who struggle are some strong, strong people, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. uh, unstoppable actually, as you say. Yeah. I want to ask you this question. It's a question I've asked, I, you know, I don't know, like over 6,000 people. It started from where I started from when I did this show. I would like to know from you. What are some of the obstacles? What are some of the challenges, Tabitha, that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Oh, oh. wow. Um, don't, don't hang up. Wow. Please don't hang up yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's too much. No, um, you know, I think it started, I, I, I haven't had a very easy life. I, I definitely, um, 
you know, one of the, uh, I had a teacher that was very influential. Uh, as you said earlier, I, I was going to drop out of school because uh, I'm originally from Texas. So you can drop out at 16 and just, you know, get your GED or whatever. So I was planning on dropping out and a teacher told me just because you're dealt a bad hand in life doesn't mean you can't win the game. And, um, I started off with a bad hand. Um, when I was 16, I was illiterate, like completely illiterate. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, own middle name. I couldn't spell. I couldn't spell anything. When I um, yep. went to Sylvan Learning Center, which I don't know if you have them here, but in Texas, it's like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a learning center for like children. And I think um, we can talk about illiteracy and how mm-hmm. it was the struggle with illiteracy. But honestly, if you want to go very deep with it, and if we're going to yes. get deep, deep, yes, it's, it, it's pride and shame that almost mm-hmm. didn't get me here because I was with like six year olds learning how to put like S H makes sh in like Q and a U always follows it, you know, things like that. And it was shameful for me to, you know, drive to Sylvan Learning Center and sit with six year olds and five year olds and we're reading the same books. So that I think would be one of the the trials or tribulations yeah. I had to go through because you know, learning to read, yeah, that's it's very, it's incredibly hard. And like, I graduated high school at like a third grade reading level, and then went on to mm-hmm. college. And in college, I, I had a great group of friends in high school: um, Taylor, Ashton, Jen, Amy. Like these group of girls, like, you know, read my book reports to me, helped me write, like helped me do this. They helped me, you know. And then when I went to college, I had an amazing group of friends too. You know, I went to college in. I was I went to school for uh, theater, like classical training, and we were doing Shakespeare. And it was my friend Dan Fry who read measure for measure Shakespeare mm-hmm. and recorded it on a at the time on a like an actual recorder. And then I listened to it and would like uh, look at the page. So I was listening to him, and then that's actually to this day I, I watch my TV with subtitles. So it's like you're always learning. I'm always cause sometimes like I hear a big word and I'm like, how is that spelled? Like I'm always now I'm very intrigued with language and like how you put together words and like what does that word mean? So uh, I would say the um, yeah illiteracy and pride mm-hmm. to to get through because I I definitely was gonna drop out. I had a plan. Yeah. I was gonna like get my GED and maybe be a beautician or something like that, you know, kind of yeah. like nails. Cause everyone I knew did nails and did hair. So, uh, yeah, yeah. me too. Isn't yeah. this interesting? <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I, it's, it's so really weird because I was in the same boat that you're talking about oh, and wow. yeah, I could not put a sentence together. Uh, really, I mean, it was, uh, it just, uh, first of all, I stuttered and then I had what I learned later learned on. I had, I had this learning thing, right? Um, you know, now they don't say you're disabled. They don't call you slow. They just say you're learning different, but that's not the stigma of this, is it? I mean, here you are and, and you and I are very much the same, uh, uh, fortunately for me, I happen to be thrown into an industry where I have to read at least three books a week. Right. Or yeah, and and yet at the same time, here we are. What is it about the world that we need to now talk about? And we'll do this when we come back. 
what do we need to, to share with the world here today about PTSD and anxiety? And then we're going to talk about the amazing solution mm-hmm. and, and your, what we like to call, pay it forward initiative. Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a short break. Please write this down. I'm going to spell it first. B-O-H-O, yoga. B-O-H-O, yoga. When we come back, you're going to hear what that is, why it's a solution, and what happens when some of us really struggle, really get bent out of shape, become immobile, cannot put one foot in front of the other. What happens to us when we actually do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Tune in to the Angels and Answer Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Beyond being this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, Dr. Dan Cohen has been called to look at technology and look at personal and spiritual development and merge these together. As technology uses the healing and psycho-spiritual effects of synchronized sounds, vibrations, electromagnetic fields, and how that interacts with us in our nervous system in what we're calling the Soltech chair. The Soltech Lounge induces profound levels of relaxation that transition over time into deep meditative states. 
the synchronized sound vibration and magnetic field induce these states. The subject doesn't have to work at it. To learn more, go to soltechwellbeing.com. That's S-O-L-T-E-C, well-being. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I just got to say to everybody, um, I just want you to just write this down right here. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the reason I'd love for you all to write it down is because we're about to talk with you about what happens when you step into the world of possibilities. What happens when you decide that you're not here for what your neighbor may think of you or what your, your teacher may think of you or what your boss may think of you? What happens when you decide you're here to, to help the world? Well, what happens is, you know, you do something that is so aligned with the rise of consciousness. You do something like Tabitha Holbert has done. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about this, we talk about launching Boho Yogo. And if you write that down and you go to the website, Boho Yoga. If you go to the website, you're going to hear about what you can be part of. This is the first on-demand yoga app that gives back. But today, Tabitha, this is great. Thank you so much for today. You asked me an interesting question, and I I would love for us to be able to talk about this. Mm. Because something happens when, um, when we overcome some of the most egregious acts of our childhood, right? Some of the things that we never thought we would get past, not being able to read, not being able to write, you know, growing up in, in an environment where I loved what you and I were talking about. I grew up in the projects in New York and I know you're in, uh, I know you're in a, a television series, right? That's like <laughs> all about the, the New York. And I watch that show and I'm like, Oh man, they, they should be talking to me for some consulting on what really goes down over there. But I was homeless on those streets. Wow. And, you know, you talk about what it's like to be dirty, what it's like to beg for money in the Port Authority, right? Um, what it's like. And you, with your journey and story, people ask us, what happened to us? Did aliens take over our body that we're here now doing this? What was it about you? What was the tipping point that where you said, wow. Maybe I'm okay. Oh, wow. Um, I uh, was going to drop out of school. Um, as we were talking during the break, you know, I was very poor. I was, I lived in the very poorest area and like I had fleas. I was, I had a dirty home life and I wanted to get out. So I thought how to get out is just to grab my GED and just bolt on the quickest bus to Alabama to wherever. And um, I got accidentally put in the first semester in a class that was show choir. And I don't sing, like I'm not a singer, I'm not a dancer. These people like dance and do flips and cartwheels and the split, you know, like a show choir. They travel all over Texas. And um, this woman named Amy Francis was a teacher and um, she changed my life. Like I literally would not be sitting here in my fabulous apartment, having my fabulous job, <laughs> having a fabulous, <laughs> without this woman, I, I would, I would be nothing. And she, I was accidentally put in her show choir and then it took like a week to change it with the counselors or whatever. And I told her like, Oh, I don't care. Like I'm gonna drop out, like whatever. And she was like, 
she was, she was, you know, I remember her saying why. And of course, you know, as a young black person in Texas, you don't, you have a chip. I had, I had, I had a chip on my shoulder that no one could understand. No one understood my struggle. No one knew my background. And this woman, when she said that, I was like, you don't know, you don't know me. And she said, I want to get to know you. Mm. Mm. And this, that was, she was the first person that cared. And, you know, after, I think it was like the third day there, she asked me to read something. And I kind of like freaked out, you know, like wow. I freaked out. I was just like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like I kind of like got really tough. Right. You know, as yeah. most do. And uh, she very, with the most empathy and compassion that I've ever felt in my life, she asked me if I could read. Mm. And I was like, no, I can't read. And um, from there, like the theater teacher, uh, Crocker, Susan Crocker, she like helped me and then. You know, I ended up getting into Sylvan Learning Center and, you know, continuing my path on uh, education because I couldn't add. I could barely I could add single numbers and mm-hmm. single numbers, but I was 16 and I had failed like fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth grade and had to redo eighth grade. So I was 16 and a freshman in high school, like about to be 17. Like I was, yeah, I was 16. So I, uh, I was a little bit older and this teacher was just like, stay in school. Like if you could just, you know what she did was really funny. She said, give me one month. Uh uh, Okay. So at the end of that month, she was like, did you have a, you know, like let's do. And then because it was uh, uh, September and then it was the end of October, she was like, oh, well, we're going to have this like holiday, like this, the Thanksgiving thing. Like she was trying, you know, like, oh, we're going to do this. And so I was like, okay. So she was like, stay one more month stay one more month. It's Christmas. Stay one more, you know? So, and then, and then I, and then to be in show choir, you had to get good grades. So I was taking like remedial math and remedial reading. And then I was getting better grades. Like I had to average a C to stay in the class. And she was like, you got to average at least 70. And so I would get like 72% and she would, you know, get me a cupcake. And then I would get like 75 and she would, you know, like bring me lunch, like, you know, stuff like that. And, um, she, yeah, that first that was the first year I made passing grades ever, ever. Yeah. So it was You know like- what what I love about this is see we could be that teacher for somebody else. Uh, mine was Amy Sarrow. Oh, um, Amy Sarrow, I never forgot her. Amy Sarrow was my teacher. Hmm. And I don't know how she figured this out, but one day she called me uh, 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 to meet with her after class. You know, listen, let's just be real here, okay? Texas, New York, it doesn't matter. When a teacher says to you, I want to talk to you after class, that yeah. is rarely a good moment right there, yeah. you know? Um, because I know, like you, I've had too many of those after class. All right, you want to, I need to talk to you after class or something like that. We've had too many of those, right? They're just going to kick you out or be mean to you. Yeah. Uh, just one more detention or one more paper, one more this, one more that. And it wasn't. Yeah. It was exactly like that. And I, I don't know if I can talk about this without crying. I, I'm crying right now. If I, have my... I know. I don't know if I could. What I know is she just looked at me and she said, you are very talented. I see something in you. And your grades may not show it. This may not show it. But I see something in you. And she said, I want you to join the future. What the heck was it called? I'm sorry. I'm ble- Oh, 
the Future Teachers Club. Mm. Now I'm barely getting a grade here from anything. Mm. And I just looked at her and I said, I'm not a teacher. She says, you will be. Mm. And I joined the Future Teachers Club. This woman saved my life. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have finished high school. It wouldn't have happened. I mean, I did have to, I have to say I had to go to summer school because I was asked to do a, a, a poetry thing in one of my classes and I brought in Bob Dylan and oh. the teacher's like, uh, that's not poetry. I said, well, I, it sounds like poetry because I did one of his songs and I had the words and they, that was poetry to me. I mean, that's what I was relating to. Now I'm, I'm telling you how old I am. But the point that I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is these are people that reached out to us. How important is it is it for you, Tabitha, and for me to do to, to do the same for others? How important is it today in today's world to do this? In today's world, I think it's the most important thing anyone can do. Mm-hmm. We're living in one of the most terrifying times, I think in American history. Like, mm-hmm. I really think this is, it. it's a terrifying political atmosphere, environmental atmosphere, uh, a terrifying, the you know, race relations in America. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a scary time. So if you can do anything, like one single thing for anyone, it could change their life. My best friend and married her husband and he paid for her coffee. She was at Starbucks and couldn't afford her coffee. It was like scrounging mm-hmm. her purse. And he was like, oh, I got it. If you have a conversation with me. <laughs> so. Um, wow. I but think- isn't that what we do, though? I mean, isn't that what we do? You know, when Linda uh, got the request and you work with some incredible people, I'm just telling you right here. But when Linda got the request, she said, you know, she said, listen, Patty, that's she, Linda's been my friend since 73. So she gets to call me just about anything she wants. She said to me, you're going to want to interview her. And I said, tell me a little bit. She says she could be your twin oh, wow. in life's journey. Mm. And she didn't tell me much. But, you know, I trust Linda with my life. Literally. Do you have people in your life? Tabitha? I want to ask you this. Do you have people in your life today that you feel that way about? Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely essential to, especially in this world we live in, you know, I have thousands of Instagram friends and thousands of, but to have someone you truly trust with your life, like your whole being. Yeah. I have, her name is Dewanda Wise. She's Mm. very wise. Um, (laughs) And uh, and my sister, my sister and Dewanda, um, my sister was in jail um, because of the circumstances we grew up in. Uh, mm-hmm. She wasn't as fortunate as me to have someone tell her she was special. And uh, mm-hmm. my sister's very wise. And I think being in jail for the amount of time she was in jail made her very wise and calm. And uh, Dewanda, is, she's an actress. She's on Underground, the that new show. Um, she's also going to be in a show called shots fire on Fox. And she is, she's a pure beam of light. You know, Mm. when I told her what I wanted to do, she looked at me and she said, that's so like you. Mm. I said, said, well, if one of us wins, we all win. And it goes back to your first question of how important is it? Boho yoga 
it's the most important thing I have done with my life. Since mm. Literally before reading, before moving to New York with $400 in my pocket in a backpack, before any of this, this company is the most important thing because these women we're giving back to last two Thursdays ago, a girl who didn't talk much at the shelter that we work with at Safe Horizons, she mm. looked at me and said, this is the first time in my life I have ever felt strong. And I mm. lost it. I just, <laughs> because you're dealing with people who have such trauma and no one has ever been like, you're strong, you're powerful, you can do this. And, um, and that's what I want to do. And I want to give yoga teachers the opportunity to do that. Because us yogis, we, we work with, you know, fit, beautiful people of New York. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's easy for them to be like, I am centered and beautiful because they are. They're sitting in their penthouse apartment on Park Avenue. It's like, of course they're <laughs> beautiful and centered. But it's like traveling to 185th in the Bronx. In the, oh, yeah. Yeah. And those women, those, I held a baby three weeks ago while in the yoga class. <laughs> like I'm Aww. there with a teacher and this baby was just crying. And so the mom was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, Oh, I'll hold her. So I'm like holding this baby and in the baby, you know, you look at this child and it has like a cut on its head. So mm. like they've escaped, you know, they've yeah. escaped the shelter very recently. And it's, it's, it's hard because, but then those women feel powerful. Those women, uh, people on the app are empowering those women and those men, like I'm a, a battered man, so. Yeah, it is really the world where coming out is taking on a whole new meaning right now. You mm -hmm. know, coming out about abuse, coming out about, uh, uh, and, and by the way, we're gonna talk about this when we come back. You know, you are also in the cast of Law & Order SVU. And, you know, there is the reality of what that show really brings and enlightens and brings to the forefront. And boy, I'll tell you, I don't think there's ever been a show out that has really touched the, the, the removed the veil on some of the atrocities that actually does go on. It's not a joke. You know, yeah. abuse and what's going on with women in the United States, this is not just a conversation that is for some other country. This yeah. is us. This is here. I don't know what it is about us where we think we're above it. But now, Tabitha, we're going to talk about this. And we're going to talk about the power of yoga. Mm. What is it that the ancients have discovered that transcends many layers of abuse, many layers of anxiety? What happens when peace actually breaks out within us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Very special guest joining me here today. We'll give you lots of information. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. Have you ever tried to just shift your present moment experience? Do it now. Just move your energy in a direction and watch what happens. Often we panic at the blocks that come up and we just stop. But today, try not to do that. Continue from your heart or solar plexus to shift in that new direction, whether it's in the middle of an argument, in the middle of some depression you're feeling, or some discouragement. What happens for you as you do that? The opportunities are amazing. Just hold that space. 
If you're ready to shift into your best life, visit me at lesliefontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, audio products, all to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Share Alchemy on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 Pacific and 1 Eastern. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer Radio Show, Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Dr. Brie Gibbs is a fourth-generation high priestess with the knowledge to raise your vibration and conscious creation. Offering a wide variety of services from Goddess Light and Shamanic Healing Seminars to private reading sessions, Brie works with you so you too can stand in your own power. Isn't it about time you took your life into your own hands? For more information about Brie's services and products, visit SilverGaia.net. That's SilverGaia.net. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Have you ever wanted to learn about the colors of your chakras? Well, now's your chance. Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, is hosting an event Friday, November 4th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. in Mount Vernon. Every person will get a reading on the most prominent color in their aura. Join Lynn Brown November 4th at the Riverwalk Studio in Mount Vernon. To register for this event, call 360-588-4713. That's 360-588-4713. I used to look into my father's eyes In a happy home I was a king, I had a golden throne Those days are gone Now the memories on the wall I hear the songs From the places where I Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning us, uh, turning us in, turning us on. It's really great. I get to do this uh, every day and I get to connect with all of you. And it's, it's just really amazing that we get to talk to people that are not just talking about changing the world, but are doing things to change the world. And, you know, for me, Tabitha Holber is somebody that is doing something to change the world. You know, she and I were just talking during the break and I was saying, Tabitha, I was saying that, you know, I've, of course, watched uh, Law and Order SVU for a number of years, but I noticed a change in the direction of the show or I didn't really know how to put my finger on it until you just talked about it. But mm-hmm. even you and in your role and the way the show has developed has now been for many people, you know, wait a minute. These folks are now talking about what? Healing, right. not mm-hmm. just the trauma. And mm-hmm. I would like for you to talk about that because isn't that the first step? And then how does what you're paying forward help with that? 
I think the first step um, is healing. You know, uh, you get abused, you are raped, you go to war, you have mental abuse, like all these things, they happen to you, right? Even if you get yourself out of the bad situation, okay, and you move or you get higher, for me, I got higher education, which helped me to go to college. I moved out of Texas, I, you know, all of these things. But if you don't heal your wounds, they'll always be there. And that's Mm. something I learned because, you know, I was, I I did a movie called Zero in the System. It's on Netflix right now. Um, But I did that (laughs) maybe three months after graduating, like instantly I'm in a movie. And um, then uh, Law and Order was actually the very first audition I ever went on. Uh (laughs) Jonathan Strauss is incredible. He, he's, uh, he's amazing. And I got Law and Order. And I had just begun um, recuperation, like my recuperative therapy, um, yoga therapy process. I had always done yoga from 2006, but it was more vinyasa and like getting fit and tone. Um, mm-hmm. And I realized I was on the set of Law and Order. It was my very first episode. And my makeup artist, who is my friend to this day, Julia, she's won like six Emmys. She has the most. She's amazing. She came up to me and she started touching my eye, like blotting my eyes. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? And I start laughing and I'm joking. And she's like, you're crying. And I realized Mm -hmm. that the words that were being said to me, and I'm a lawyer on the show, and the words I had to say about the rape case were affecting me in the abuse case. They were affecting me, the the, the physical abuse. They were, I had no idea. And it's because I hadn't begun to heal those trauma. And I mean, I had just begun. So they, they stay with you if you don't look at them. It's like you can put it in a little box somewhere in your mind, but that box is still in your mind. And it's about being strong enough to take that first step towards that box, opening it, unpacking it. And when you can look at your trauma, It actually goes to a new place in your mind and it becomes something that if you speak about, it, it doesn't shock you as much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't scare you as much. It's not so shocking because all these years you've kept it secret. It's then this dark thing. And, um, there's a really good book that, um, if anyone's interested, it's called the body keeps the score. Mm. And in the, in, in the forward, he said that men who go off to war, It's not, it's the trauma, of course, of seeing your comrades, you know, dying. It's the, it's a shock of being away from home, war, a whole new place. But he said, it's what, in the book, they followed one soldier and it said, um, it's what he did during his PTSD, during, or Mm -hmm. during those traumatic, like uh, his whole platoon died, the soldier. And so he went back to the village and he raped all of the women because he was so angry and then he came back to America. Right. And so he now has this huge secret. And so that's just a, it's a very tiny, tiny example. Um, and it, and it's maybe like a really traumatic one, but we all have our dark secrets and it's about talking about them and allowing yourself to be forgiven or allowing, Mm -hmm. um, that thing to be heard. Um, but going back to SCU, um, yeah, has really, really 
she's really done a good job at making sure that it's not just about like the dun dun the bad thing it's now about healing healing the victims healing the the i like to say survivor actually because we say victim all the time but i like to like say survivor because it's not you know we weren't a vi- we we survived something when you, you say victim it means like we didn't overcome it so the, I like to say that Mariska's done a good job of making sure you see that survivors get help and they get, you know, recovery. Um, and um, the pay it forward method that Boho Yoga is doing is that when you do a yoga, a private yoga session on the app, when you book one, we give a session to a woman at our shelter, our partner shelter, which is Safe Horizons. They have six different loca- uh, shelters. We're at one right now. We're just starting off, and um, we hope to expand to all six. And then we'd like to be with the Harbor VA here in New York to give wow. a cool therapy to veterans because um, I have a good friend who she struggles with her, um, her abuse, and she goes to uh, group therapies. And she was saying, like, it's so interesting that oh, an Afghanistan or like oh, one of our war veterans now in her have the same fears, the same spookness. Like, you know, she's all very jumpy and like she gets scared and like different smells set her off. Um, and so we'd like to help Boho Yoga would like to help everyone with PTSD. We'd yeah. like to help women in the shelters. We'd like to help the returning veterans. We'd love to be able to give them a full mind, body, and physical, spiritual healing. Because Mm -hmm. yeah, at the VA, you can get some pills for your PTSD, or you can, you know, get, if if you've hurt yourself, like you get medical attention, but like, what about the spirit? What Mm -hmm. about being away from your friends and loved ones? And like, what about the mind seeing all of these atrocities and what about the body like um you can physically become weak when your mind is weak you know when you um are struggling uh so boho yoga has a recuperative yoga program and we uh have started it at one shelter with safe horizons and these women literally come up to me afterwards and they say like this is the first time i felt strong this is the Mm -hmm. first time i've ever one girl, um, she's so funny. I love her. Her, I, oh, I almost said her name. Um, there's one girl, <laughs> and she, she, uh, she whispers all the time. She whispers. And um, one day in class, at the very end, we do with some ohms just to you know center yourself. And she came up to me afterwards, and she's like, "I did it. I said it out loud and really loud. Like, <laughs> she's wow. like, I was using my voice, and it's true. Like." And then when she was talking to me, it was the first time I ever heard her speak above a whisper, you know? So oh. it's these tiny goals that give these people, all of us, like um, little wins, you know, mm. and just uh, talking to them. I want to ask you this question because I think it's important for us to stop for a moment, if you don't mind so much. So I'd like to even skip the break. Um, I want to stop for a moment. And, and have a conversation with you, because here's what I'm struck by. I'm struck by the number of powerful, kind, generous women you and I have talked about so far in a short one-hour show. Mm-hmm. And when you say, Mariska, maybe some folks don't know who you mean. I know who you mean. Oh. <laughs> um, but we're talking about people that 
you know that you work with that get what you're doing. Not not only just get it right, Tabitha, but get it to the point where they're willing to take some risks, and and they are risks in Hollywood or New York wood or whatever you want to call it. Take some risks and make sure that the main message is not lost. And Mariska Hargitay is one of those people, right? And that's who you're referring to, Olivia Benson uh, in the show. But these folks are also people on the set that also have supported you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Many folks listening may not understand that you get to be you in that show. She gets to be her in that show because there's an essence of who you really are authentically in life Mm -hmm. that represents the goodness Mm -hmm. uh, of the, of what you represent. Don't you believe that this is really the time for us to stand together? And you, you said during the break, the show started to change right under her influence. Correct. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that um, I've been fortunate to, I'm so lucky. I'm around a lot, a lot of powerful, strong women and never in a time in history, I think, have women had their voice heard and they're so strong. And I think this is the time. I feel like it's a time for women to take a forefront and they're doing it. Like, um, I think Shonda Rhimes is an incredible, incredible woman and she's just going for it. She does not care <laughs> what anyone thinks. And Mariska, I think she, um, she really, people are always like, oh my God, is Olivia Benson just as nice as like, you know, <laughs> she, and she really is like my very first episode. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I went to school for classical commedia dell'arte, like theater, like, you know, like mask theater work. And now I'm on the New York's number one TV show, the number one in the world. Like it's this huge right. thing, a lawyer recurring role. And uh, she comes up to me and she's like, if you need anything, let me know. You know, she's just mm. so compassionate. She's like Mariska is so, she's just there for you on set. Um, and as an actor to have your scene partner be there for you. And especially the star, the lead Mariska Hargitay, mm-hmm. really like, um, see, she's incredibly kind. And um Mm-hmm. Thank going back. And, mm-hmm. Well, she's had some trauma in her life that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. You know, they they think, oh yeah, uh, new, uh, Lorna is for you, but folks don't get really who her parents were, right? When Look. we think about it, um, mm-hmm. and what kind of trauma that was. As a matter of fact, my I don't even think I should even mention this. My dad has a picture with her mom oh, of wow. him with her mom. I know. I, 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 do I dare even say that? I couldn't believe it when I saw that. And my dad passed away. But of mm-hmm. course, you know, we get his pictures and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> it, you know, and this is before Photoshop. So I know my dad didn't like mess with that. Um, right. What do you think? What do you think that you ladies have discovered that has enabled you to stand so powerfully strong, yet so humble? I think, uh, you know, speaking to the humbleness, mm-hmm. I, I was walking to my first day on set. I was walking to the actual set from my dressing room and I saw Mariska and I was like, oh, hi. And she was like, oh, you're in the new ADA. And I said, oh, yeah. And I was like, she was like, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Texas. And she goes, my mom's from there. I love Texans. And she's like, my daughter. As if, like, you know, Jane Mansfield, like, I know, you know, she's very humble. She talks about her mom 
a person, not Janeway. So uh, I think what makes women um, powerful, but also humble is, um, you know how hard it can be, I think. You, I, I think I know how hard life can be and how hard the world can be. So I have a lot of compassion for people when I see them any kind of way, you know. There's a quote that I like to live by, and it's like, you know, be gentle with the strong and be generous with the greedy and kind to the, you know, the weak and all of these things. It, it, and it says, because you will be one of those in your life. So mm-hmm. it makes me think of like, what makes women that have endured such bad things? Like you've yeah. already there. You've been there. You've been the dirty kid. You've been the poor person. You've been the greedy because like you didn't have any more food. So you had to steal like you've been all these people. So when you see a little kid stealing at a bodega, like when you see someone upset, you know, you when you see someone hurting, even when someone's angry, like to me, when I see angry people, I see them hurting. Yeah. I don't see them angry I see them actually hurting something deep in them is hurting so I think uh what makes women like you and me and Marishka strong is we've been there and we know that they need a little compassion and a little yeah Mm. Yeah. Yeah. well you know I I recollect it and and uh, before I I get to that I want to ask you how might we help you with what you're doing, how might myself, our team here, and all of our listeners, how might we help you? Can 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 you please just share with us how we can become part of this? How we can keep paying things forward? Um, I think to be help boho yoga is, you know, if you're in New York, download the app. If you're not in New York, download the app and just look mm-hmm. at it because we're coming your way. You know, we started in New York, but we're coming. Yep across the country soon. And it's, um, download the app, go to the website. It's just, um, www.bohoyogo.com. Go to the website and, um, you know, safe horizons, our partner, like, you know, if you want to donate to safe horizons, because I've Mm -hmm. been in the shelters, I've seen the amazing work safe horizons is doing. And, and I know that it goes, every dime goes to these women and, um, let's start spreading the message that, Boho Yogo is one for one, and we need to start supporting companies that are pay it forward companies. Like I, I believe as a millennial, mm-hmm. as a you know, pay it forward companies. That's the next. That that's what we need to do. And I feel like a lot of people are um, attracted to that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, you have an opportunity for those of you out there. I, I, I'm telling you, I grew up in, in on the East Coast, but I live in the Pacific Northwest now, and we have some incredible, co- incredibly conscious people, yoga instructors, yoga instructors, whatever you want to. There's a way for those of you that are thinking, wait a minute, you know, I'm a yoga instructor. Please go to the website and there is a way for you to click on the button that says become become instructor, become mm-hmm. part of the team. And you mm-hmm. can apply here and find out more. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can spread this around. Right. You know, if you have anyone that's very conscious teacher who is oh, interested. Yeah. 
you know, giving back, um, I would love to have them be a part of the team because we, we have, you know, we're a small but mighty group that goes out and we, we you know, we do the Park Avenue penthouse, you know, private session. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're, you know, we're slowly moving into the second shelter. So we need more teachers. So we need more, you know. So uh, if you're a yogi in New York, <laughs> bohoyogo.com. Um, yes. And we have a, a couple of very incredible hosts that host uh, uh, shows with us from Manhattan, and we're going to make sure they know about it. Um, I can't believe how quickly this hour has gone by, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day, and thank you for doing what you do. Um, My question is this. I know that your journey has many, many, it's like a, it's like a beautiful tapestry, you know, it has many different colors. There's many different, many different weaves going through it. And I think the world does too. We get to choose how we get to show up in the world. I'd love to know what your personal message is. You know, what is the message that comes from you that you want to share with all of us and leave us with here today, Tabitha? I'd love to leave the message for um, not just women, not just men, um, you know, our military. I would love to leave the message of uh, I had severe PTSD and I struggled growing up and now I don't. And now I am I am happy and you can be happy. Like I want people to know that just because you're dealt a bad hand doesn't mean you can't win the game. There you go. <laughs> is that a quote from you? That's my, that's how I believe is just because you're dealt a bad hand doesn't mean you can't win the game. You... I love it. Absolutely. Huh? It's, and you know, I'm a poker player, so I can <laughs> totally relate to that. I'm a Southerner. We love our poker. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Right. You know, there's no question about that. You know, some of my best uh, memories when my dad remarried my stepmom, she was from the South, was sitting playing poker. All of us girls, because a ton of girls, big old fat cigars playing poker. Yep. I mean, can you imagine? (laughs) Oh, I was there. I did poker (laughs) once a month on Saturday. I had to give up the cigars, but I still play. Tabitha, love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, And, you know, I've never met, uh, you know, your team members at SVU, Mariska, but I love her and I love what she's doing to bring powerful women to the Mm -hmm. forefront of healing. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for having me. All right. I'm telling you, folks, you're going to hear lots more about this. We're actually going to make sure that we're going to get the word out across all of our networks to make sure that you folks know that healing is not just an option, but it's absolutely endearingly possible. We'll see you next time, everyone. Thank you.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.